Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, quarantine showdown. The Prime Minister headed for a stoush with the states after a string of hotel workers tested positive. Program overhaul. Victorian quarantine staff to be swabbed on their days off in a bid to stop any further failures. Vaccine deal. The country on track for a jab in a matter of weeks with 10 million more doses secured. And wild weather warnings in place for Victoria and Queensland. What to expect and when? This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Scott Morrison is heading for a clash with the states today over who should take responsibility for hotel quarantine following a number of COVID leaks across the country. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. States are pushing for a showdown. Good morning. Yes, they are, Jody, and that could come to a head at today's National Cabinet meeting. Despite quarantine being a federal government responsibility under the Constitution, the states did agree to run the hotel quarantine program. But after a number of breaches, including in Perth, where a hotel security guard caught the UK strain of the virus from a returned traveller, leading to a snap five-day lockdown, and similar leaks in Melbourne and Queensland, the states now say it's time the federal government got involved suggesting the use of defence bases or moving quarantine into regional areas. But Scott Morrison has been reluctant to take responsibility away from the states. He says hotels are still the best way to deliver quarantine for travellers and he's already rejected a suggestion from the Queensland Premier to isolate people in Gladstone. But there are reports today he's considering a proposal to house up to 6,000 people at Wellcamp Airport west of Toowoomba at a yet-to-be-built purpose-designed facility. Jody. OK, Rob, thank you. Hotel quarantine workers in Victoria will now be tested on their days off in an urgent program overhaul after an Australian Open quarantine worker caught COVID. Genome sequencing results are expected today to determine whether he has the highly infectious UK strain. How the 26-year-old caught it is still unknown despite a review of CCTV. Literally days' worth of CCTV footage uh, and it's fair to say that this person uh, has been a model employee. More than 500 Australian Open players and officials remain in isolation, with Tennis Australia adamant the tournament will still begin on Monday. 
Australia has secured an extra 10 million doses of the Pfizer vaccine, allowing shots to be administered in just three weeks. Priority Phase 1 recipients will receive two doses of the Pfizer vaccine, with everyone else to receive the AstraZeneca shot once it's approved. In the main, there won't be a choice, and I think both vaccines are extremely good, and I would be very happy to have either of them. New South Wales is again pushing for priority in the rollout ahead of other states because it's taken on the majority of the country's returning travellers in hotel quarantine. Face masks will remain mandatory in public in Perth and Peel for another eight days after the region's snap lockdown ends today. More than two million West Australians will be free to leave their homes from 6pm tonight pending any further COVID cases. The state hasn't recorded a local infection since the one which sparked the five-day lockdown. Was this an overreaction? No, it wasn't. And, you know, I've lain awake at night worrying about that. Was it an overreaction? I don't think so. Because let's imagine, had we not done this, and we had cases out there incubating in the community, and people moving around and spreading it, and then next week we suddenly had big eruptions of cases around Perth, well then everyone would rightfully be saying, why didn't you take action earlier? Schools will open on Monday with the mandatory mask rule applying to all staff and secondary students. And while Western Australia appears to be winning its COVID fight, the state is desperately battling bushfire threats on two fronts. A new blaze has erupted as residents count the devastating cost of the crisis, with 81 homes now lost. A veranda with a view into WA's fire hell. Shared online to show the importance of a fire plan. Hey, man. 81 homes so far destroyed. Priceless memories lost forever. There's nothing left, it's all gone. So it's, um, yeah, it's a bit hard to deal with at the moment. Their home, machinery and hundreds of acres of land incinerated. It's just scary. Um, didn't know whether to stay or to go. I never intended to stay as long as I did, but the fire was coming and then it wasn't and then it was coming. And yeah, I think when, when the flames hit, we just had to get out of here. Exhausted firefighters worked through the night to contend with a second fire threat in Perth. The blaze battle fought from the air. The bombers scraped the smoke so low it feels like you could almost touch them. On the ground, a pink line of protection, residents on red alert. The retardant and these hoses, all that stands between homes and the fire raging near the river below. Subdued to smoke and smoulder, the blaze remains a threat. And with strong winds fanning flames overnight, it's a threat that's far from over. Maddie Cook, 7 News. A severe weather warning is in place for Melbourne and much of Victoria this morning with heavy rain and damaging winds forecast. The Weather Bureau expects wind gusts of up to 90 kilometres an hour due to a low pressure system crossing the state. Torrential rain may lead to flash flooding with warnings 100 millimetres could fall in some areas today. A road weather alert is also in place for all suburbs in Melbourne due to the conditions. 
Meantime, a hazardous surf warning has been issued for Queensland with big swells and dangerous conditions expected today and into the weekend. Swimmers are being advised to stay out of the water from Fraser Island to the Gold Coast. It's due to a tropical cyclone lurking in the Coral Sea. But that's not the only threat, with a monsoonal trough set to bring more wild weather to the eastern seaboard this month. And in breaking news, a woman has drowned and a man is missing in that hazardous surf on the Gold Coast. The 29-year-old was pulled from the water at Broad Beach at around 10.15pm after her body was spotted by a member of the public. Emergency services were called to the scene where the woman was pronounced dead. An urgent search was then launched for a man who's believed to have entered the water with her. It will resume at first light this morning. SpaceX has launched 60 new Starlink satellites into orbit. The satellites were deployed by a Falcon 9 rocket launched from Cape Canaveral in Florida. They're part of an internet access constellation system. The rocket's first stage was able to return to Earth, landing on a drone ship in the Atlantic Ocean. A Victorian man has been charged over a terrifying incident in which a car sped through Burke Street Mall in Melbourne. Bryce O'Donnell allegedly drove through the shopping strip while trying to evade police. The incident sparking memories of the 2017 Burke Street Mall rampage. O'Donnell will face court this morning. TV host Andrew O'Keefe says his partner Dr Orly Levy is to blame for an alleged altercation at the weekend which has left the 49-year-old facing an assault charge. Mr O'Keefe didn't face court himself yesterday and the matter was adjourned. Mr O'Keefe was certainly not the aggressor in the situation and Dr Levy will have a lot to answer for. O'Keefe has not entered a plea and the matter will return to court in a fortnight. Tensions between the federal government and Google have eased following a constructive call between the Prime Minister and the tech giant's global chief. Scott Morrison says Google is now more positive about continuing to operate in Australia. They understand that Australia sets the rules for how these things operate and I was um, very clear about how I saw this playing out. Google had threatened to pull its search engine from Australia in protest against new media laws. 
Pip is a contender in the Vendée Globe, a three-month solo non-stop round-the-world race known as the Everest of the Seas. A long-time fan of Crow, especially his performance in Master and Commander. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. The video exchange was set up by a BBC radio host gathering birthday messages for Pip. Sent the message out, how do I get in touch with Russell Crowe, the Russell Crowe? And it couldn't have been more than 20 minutes later he came back and said, what's up, Steve? The perfect gift... We just keep going. ..to motivate Pip Hare for the final push to the finish line. 2,300 miles in that direction. Not long now. Miley Hogan, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading higher. The Nasdaq is also gaining. In London, the FTSE fell four points. Germany's DAX rose 127. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed down 305 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng lost 194. The All Lords fell 53 points. The ASX 200 dropped 59. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,788 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 56 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 76 US cents. 80 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. Gay conversion therapy has been outlawed in Victoria following months of public debate. The state government's bill to ban the practice was passed in the upper house overnight with 27 votes for and 9 against. Anyone who was found to have conducted suppression practices could face 10 years in jail or a $10,000 fine. Scientists in the UK are conducting a world-first study that will mix and match COVID-19 vaccines. The trial will compare the effect of giving a dose of the AstraZeneca-Oxford vaccine, followed a few weeks later by the Pfizer jab or vice versa. More than 800 volunteers are taking part in the study. They'll also investigate whether mixing vaccines gives people even better protection against coronavirus. Europe's most active volcano, Mount Etna, has again leapt into action. Large streams of red-hot lava shot into the night sky. The 3,000-metre-high volcano becomes active several times a year, spewing lava and ash over Sicily. Authorities monitoring the eruption say there's no danger to nearby towns. Mount Etna's last major eruption was in 2002. The beaches of Argentina's top holiday resort have been blanketed by sea foam. The foam is a natural phenomenon produced when seaweed is tossed about in the waves. It's said to have a fishy smell, but it isn't toxic. Holidaymakers have embraced the novelty diving into the foamy waves. US President Joe Biden is set to deliver his first foreign policy speech since he took the top job. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. What can we expect? Uh, morning, Jody. We can expect a very sharp move from the Donald Trump approach during his presidency of America first in foreign policy. That tended uh, to isolate the US and leave some of its allies disgruntled. Joe Biden is a much more traditional diplomat and will be uh, moving in circles to strengthen America's relations with allies like Australia. Uh, what we can expect too this morning is an announcement that the US will 
will not be selling arms going forward to Saudi Arabia or the United Arab Emirates for use in the war in Yemen. This had been a particularly contentious issue for the Trump presidency and he had continued to sell those arms. So an end to that. It comes, of course, one day after President Biden had his first leader-to-leader -leader phone call with Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison. So Mr Morrison probably has a preview on the other key issues likely to come up. Among those, uh, the military coup in Myanmar and the uh, uh, situation in Russia, among others. Australia in particular will be watching for any nuances on relations with China. Jody. OK, Tim, thank you. In sport, Perth Scorchers have booked their spot in tomorrow's Big Bash decider after defeating the Brisbane Heat by 49 runs. A stunning innings by Englishman Liam Livingston set up the Scorchers for a huge total, smashing 77 off just 39 balls. Rain stopped play after 18 overs. When it resumed, the Heat did not recover after losing skipper Chris Lynn early in their innings, finishing 9 for 150. Tennis will resume today in Melbourne after play was suspended yesterday following news a hotel quarantine worker tested positive to coronavirus. Despite the COVID scare, Australian Open organisers say the tournament will begin on Monday as planned. More than 500 players and staff have been identified as casual contacts and they're isolating until they receive a negative result. Sydney FC have continued their perfect start to the W League season with a 2-0 win over Melbourne City. Two attempts on either side of the first half were thwarted before the Sky Blues broke the deadlock early in the second half of the game. A second goal extended Sydney's lead, the Sky Blues clinching their fifth win from five games. St George Illawarra have backflipped on plans to offer Israel Folau a contract following intense backlash. Dragons power brokers decided to stop pursuing the controversial star after a crucial general meeting. Meantime, Paul Green has been unveiled as the new man to lead the Maroons on a one-year deal. I'm really excited about it and as I said, I'm you know, committed and can't wait to get my feet under the desk. The ex-Cowboys coach replaces Wayne Bennett, who stepped down to focus on Souths. While we wait to see if Tokyo can host a successful Summer Olympics in the COVID era, our winter athletes are forging ahead with their preparations. There's one year to go until the Winter Games in Beijing, where Bree Walker looms as one of our best medal hopes. Walker is equal number one in the world in the monobob, a one-person bobsleigh that reaches speeds of 140 kilometres an hour. When you feel the speed and you're, you feel like you're going really, really fast, like that's such a rush. Monobob is a new addition to the Olympic program. Bree also hopes to qualify in the two-person bobsleigh. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a broad trough will trigger intense rain and thunderstorms across much of the country's interior. Around the capitals today, partly cloudy in Brisbane, mostly sunny, 29 degrees the top in Sydney, showers in Canberra, rain and storms, 27 the top in Melbourne, rain developing in Hobart, showers in Adelaide heading for a top of 20, mostly sunny in Perth, and showers and a possible storm, 30 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday, the 5th of February.